0: Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to each and every mother, grandmother, expectant mothers, and mothers who are hoping to be mothers, and young ladies hoping to be mothers. Happy Mother's Day to each and every one of you. And uh, we have some mothers who are Not with us today, and some are taking some vacation. We wish them a good, happy vacation wherever they are at this very moment. But as for us, we thank God for each and every one. This is Mother's Day. In the book of Proverbs, chapter 1 and verse 8, the Bible says, Hear, my son, your father's instruction, and do not forsake your mother's teaching. Do not forsake your mother's teaching. It's been my privilege to speak every Mother's Day. And sometimes I sound monotonous, but it is really an honor to address mothers. The role of a mother. The role of a mother. Has changed. Over the past couple generation. But the most important thing. That did not change. Is her genuine love. Do You agree with me? Being a mother. Is a challenging role. But God doesn't give any of us. More than we can handle. So many times the mother says, I cannot handle it, but somehow she handles it. Her love covers it all. And the Lord supplies the needs of each and every one of us this morning. My, I want to bring you a few things so we can keep our minds and hearts today geared toward mothers. The beauty of being a mother. And when I say being a mother, some of us here are mothers. It's beautiful to be a mother. Some are hoping to be mothers. Also good. And some who've never been mothers, but they brought many people to the kingdom of God. They become mothers, they become mothers to those people that they are going to see when they are united with them in heaven. These are truly mothers to win souls for the Lord Jesus Christ. We salute them also this morning. Someone wrote, motherhood, just think of its blessings, joys, sorrows, challenges, and triumphs. There's no greater joy than holding her newborn and no greater anguish than the broken heart of a child he may cause. A mother's love, once said, is the nearest thing on earth to God's love. So mothers, you have all my love and respect this morning for what you are doing with your children. I hope all of them are here, but some maybe are listening. A woman's greatest, most fulfilling, and far-reaching role is expressed in motherhood. Mothers are a treasure, and thank God for each and every one of them. Take a moment, take a moment to meditate on all that your mother has done for you. Be sure to honor her sacrificing love. And thank the mother God gave you. Let us thank God, all of us, for Christian mothers. Let us be sensitive and be grateful, not only on Mother's Day, but every day for our mothers and the mother of our children. When I was preparing this message I was listening to the news and over the few months and maybe years we've heard so many mothers doing things to their children that I wouldn't like to mention it from behind the pulpit. And I said, what is needed today? What is needed today? A godly mothers for our sick society. We are living in a society that is sick. And mothers have forgotten their role as mothers. And they have relinquished their responsibilities. That God has given them. Since the beginning of the universe. Michael Novak. A good writer, some of you might not remember, in Harper's Magazine, the older generation here will know what's Harper's Magazine, that was written in 1976, 1976, and listen what he wrote, this is 42 years ago, we live in curious times, choosing to have a family used to be routine. But so many so varied and so aggressive are anti-family sentiments in our society today. That choosing to have a family has become an act of courage. To love family life is to be marked today as a heretic. A man of God commented on that. Now, he says, extremist leaders for the lack of a better word, in the feminist movement, have made mothers feel they have missed life. Don't be discouraged by that. In many homes, a child is regarded as an intrusion instead of an inspiration. The lifestyle that prompted the words of an old hymn, if I could hear my mother pray again is nearly an endangered species. People have degraded motherhood, especially in our society today, and this is why I said, this is a sick society. But be of good cheer. Motherhood still is a symbol of righteousness to all of us. When there is a degrading of this concept, society becomes sick, and it is sick. When a mother exemplifies biblical standards of holiness, purity, and true love, then society is healed. Mothers, you have a challenge. And fathers, encourage them to stand firm on biblical teaching. And the words of Proverbs. That was written long time ago by the Holy Spirit. Are being fulfilled in the mothers that stand against the tide of anti-motherhood. And this proverb is fulfilled. Who can find a virtuous mother? A virtuous woman. For her price is above rubies. You're valued mothers. And I lift up my hat. And with all my heart, we value each and every mother in presence and those who are not in attendance. A mother's godly influence is fundamental in our society. If we need to heal society, from this point of view, we need godly mothers. And thank God for those who are so godly, raising their kids in the fear of God, and looking forward to see men and women taking charge and continuing the family life that they are being taught today. When all is said and done, you know who wrote this? Theodore Roosevelt. Some of you remember, he was one of the Thank God. Okay. All right. New generation. He was one of our presidents. A good president. He said, when all is done, it is mother. And the mother only who is a better citizen than the soldier who fights for his country. Be of good cheer, mother, today. Today, I'm on your side. Today, I'm a candidate to be the sheriff of this town. Adam, the successful mother, the mother who does her part in rearing and training aright the boys and girls who are to be the men and women of the next generation is of greater use to the community and occupies, if she would only realize it, a more honorable as well as a more important position than any man in the country. The mother is the one supreme asset of the national life. This is a president talking. She is more important by far than the successful statesman or businessman or artist or scientist. Theodore Roosevelt. May God Bless his soul. Dr. Benjamin Spock, a well-known doctor. May the doctors in our midst wake up. I'm going to talk about doctors here, okay? Are you hearing me, doctors? A (laughs) well-known... It's Mother's Day, let's have fun, you know? He wrote books on baby care that sold millions throughout the world. Wrote the following. Parents have been persuaded that the only people who know for sure how children should be managed are the psychiatrists, psychologists, teachers, social workers, and pediatricians like myself. He was a pediatrician. This is, he says, a cruel deprivation that we professionals have imposed on mothers and fathers. Of course, we did it with the best of intentions, by giving talks, writing articles on childbearing and rearing. We didn't realize until it was too late how our know-it-all attitude was undermining the self-assurance of a godly mother. And he says, the ancient formula to parents, especially you, mother is still valid and productive of excellent results. And what is it, doctor? He says, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. You don't have to go to, da- to psychologists and psychologists. Go to the word of godmothers and train your children accordingly. And guess what? They will put a smile on your face when they grow up. A godly mother we said it needed in society and needed for our sick society. She's needed especially at home. Especially at home. God ordained A basic place for motherhood within the structure of our society. We cannot do without. And so many people today are calling to do without motherhood. So many. We have no time to read them all. But I tell you, as I stand here before God, society is growing to be against motherhood nowadays. Stand firm mothers and fathers stand firm church and abide by the word of god period this woman who wrote a letter wrote me a letter she says dear pastor she man woman i don't know that dean read it we don't know from whom but that person man or a woman attended our church and saw that we stand for the word of god and nothing else will do Nothing else. Even this doctor today says, nothing else will do except the word of God. Train a child. Go to the word and it will direct you. It's a light to your feet and a blessing to your soul. He has placed a mother, God, has placed a mother in the life of every person. Yet, some circumstances may not allow certain people to benefit from a mother's tender care. True. But blessed is that mother. Who shares the truth. And life of God with her children. He has placed. Those children he has placed. Within her care. Mothers what a responsibility. Edison. Okay. Now the new generation should know about Edison. 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 Who was Edison? You know, you know he 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 uh, tested his first his first uh, what do you call it invention on his mother. He did, he did test his and uh, there was a picture, a picture, and I left it. I can't, I can't display it. He tested it on her mother. This is what he did, and he wrote it when he became very well known. I did not have my mother long, but she cast over me an influence which has lasted all my life. The effects of her early training, I can never lose. If it had not been for her appreciation, her faith in me, at a critical time in my experience... I should never likely have become an inventor. I was always a careless boy. He goes on to say, and with a mother of different mental caliber, I should have turned out badly. He was a bad boy, it seems. But her firmness, mothers, her firmness, her sweetness, her godliness, were potent powers to keep me In the right path. My mother was the making of me. And I hope every young woman, young child, and young man, when they grow up, will be able to say, My mother, my mother was the making of me. Many godly mothers in the Bible were behind the success of their children. In the Old Testament, when you study about the kings, the kings, especially the kings of Judah, okay, they the Bible mentions any successful king, any godly king, they say, and her his mother's name was so and so. They don't say about his father, mostly, and his mother's name was so and so. What does it tell you? That. These king's mothers raised them in the fear of God. And we go back to the word of God. We go back to the Bible. Train your kid in the fear of God. And when they grow up, you'll be proud of them. Because they will not depart from the way you have taught them to be. Even when Paul was writing to Timothy. Was right, I, I was so impressed. I spoke about that many times. I was so impressed in Timothy chapter, 2nd Timothy chapter 1 verse 5, he told, he told Timothy, he loved him so much as a child, he says, Oh Timothy, I am mind, I am mindful. I will not forget, he told him, the sincere faith within you, which first dwelt in your grandmother Lois. Grandmother should be happy. And your mother Eunice. And I am sure that it is in you as well. He goes on to write later on in the message in chapter 3 verses 14 and 15. It will be on the screen for you. You, Timothy, however, continue in the things you have learned. And become convinced of knowing from whom you have learned. Who taught him? Who taught him the ways of God? Who taught him salvation? He tells him, from childhood you have known the sacred writings which are able to give you the wisdom that leads to salvation through faith which is in our Lord Jesus Christ. This is exactly what every mother should follow. And thank God for our mothers, you have been doing very well. Pascal, a French, once said, The serene, silent beauty of a mother's holy life is the most powerful influence in the world next to Almighty God. Some of you read about Susanna Wesley, especially my wife, she knows about her. Susanna Wesley was the mother of John and Charles Wesley and 17 other children how many are you complaining of having two says oh i can't cope 17 it's not it's not it's not a a mistake not seven 17 well look look at her she was beautiful energetic And devout. She knew Greek, Latin, French, and theology. God help us. (laughs) She was also a theologian. In counsel to John, she said, take this rule. Whatever weakens your reason impairs the tenderness of your conscience, obscures your sense of God, or takes off the relish of spiritual things. In short, whatever increases the strength and authority of your body over your mind, that thing is sin to you, however innocent it may be in itself. And so many, so many times our kids say, this has nothing to do. It's all, it's, it's innocent. We want to go see this. We want to do that. We want, we want to go with this one and that one. I'm not going to go into details. When they come to you, and this will give will give more importance of the body over the mind. You be careful about that, mothers. That thing is sin. And however innocent it may seem to be. Many parents today, and I'm so sad, this is why I'm I'm talking about why godly mothers are needed in our sick society. Many parents today have adopted the idea of we will not influence our children in making choices and decisions in matter of religion. How do you like that? We will not. I say, why not? Why not influencing your children? The ads today. Do you read papers? Do you see the ads? Do you see the movies? The ads today. The press. The press will influence them. Radio will. The movies will influence them. Movie stars will influence them. TV will influence them. Their neighbors will influence them. Their peers will influence them. Let me continue. Business in the future will influence them. Politicians will influence them. We exercise influence over many things in life. Shall we ignore our children? When it comes to religion, we want them to be free to make the choices. They cannot make choices at this stage. Final word. Mothers. Mothers. To stand firm on the word of God. To cling to the teaching of the Bible. To raise your kid in the love of God. And to be an example to them on a daily basis. This is your calling. And this is God's will for you. Continue. Please continue to be the prime example of a genuine Christian mother. You have something more than a maternal type of love. More. You have permitted the Holy Spirit to work within you the very love of God for the members of your family. So please do not be influenced by anything from the outside or our society. Be a light to your community, to your church, to your family and be Above anything else, the Christian mothers God wants you to be. You have a heart through which Christ loves. Please keep being the example of a godly mother. And a good example is what worth a thousand sermons. I end with this word from Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln said, there is one way to bring up a child in the way he should go. And that is to travel that way yourself. Amen? Amen. Have a happy Mother's Day. Have a happy Mother's Day. And let's continue doing what we're doing according to the word of God. Let's bow our heads for prayers. Father, we are thankful that in this wonderful country that we love, in the USA, that we cherish and has a place in my heart and I hope every heart, the freedom that we have to preach the word of God, to meet in such a simple way and talk about the word of God, about motherhood, about children, and With no one standing at the door watching us what we say. We thank you for the liberty that we have. We pray for each and every mother today. Here and under the sun. That you'll give them a wonderful day. And may you Lord bring so many mothers to the knowledge of your love and kindness and salvation. We pray all this. In Jesus' name, our Lord and Savior, amen.